Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram, the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 124, and it's entitled Discouragement is Just a Check Engine Light. So I had this experience, and you know, something happened the other day. Now, I, as I mentioned before, I'm in the East, Easter pageant. So if you're listening to this in real time and you happen to be anywhere near Mesa, Arizona, you're welcome to come see one of the largest pageants in the world, which I'm a cast member of that's outside that has, and it's free. So if you want to check it out, just uh, look up the Mesa Easter pageant. But so I happen to be in the Easter pageant. And the other day, you know, th- there was something that happened and afterwards, I just felt a bit off. I, I, I felt a bit off. Like I, I wasn't sure, you know, how I was feeling, whether I was discouraged or frustrated or whatever. And then this morning as I was, as I was uh, listening to one of my mentors talk, something hit me really hard. And it just kind of, you know, from what they said, it just kind of occurred to me that discouragement is nothing but a check engine light. It, it's that it's it's a check in light. It's a time to check in with yourself. It's a time to get curious. Now you know what most of the time we do because of all the wonderful, wonderful self help people out there, which I don't think they did it intentionally, because truthfully we all do the best that we know how, and and we and we've kind of got to believe that, you know at least we we got to believe there's at least a little bit of faith in humanity. But it's interesting because so many self-help strategies, you know what they are? Fake it till you make it. Be happy. Just be happy anyways. But what if discouragement is actually a gift? What, what if discouragement, as I said before, is nothing but a check-in light? Now, if you guys drive, you guys have probably had the light come on in your car. I don't know if you guys ever watched The Big Bang Theory, uh, but one of the lead characters on there named Penny, her check engine light would always be on. And and she's like, she'd put her hand over it. She'd, you know, ask if somebody could, ju- she, she'd hit the, the dashboard to try to get it to go off. And she'd even ask one of her, one of her smart friends, Sheldon, if, if he could actually just turn it off. Well, they're kind of missing the point of the check engine light. Guess what? Every one of you have feelings. And your feelings are a barometer for what's going on inside. And if you're feeling a bit off, then there's something off inside. There's something that you're uncertain about or unsure about. And so get curious. But what do we do most of the times? You know, it's like when we're when we're in this Easter pageant, I, I can't just be like, oh man, I'm just I'm feeling a bit off. No, I, I've gotta I've gotta pretend to be happy, I've gotta fake it, I've gotta whatever. You don't. Even if you even if, for example, even if I'm in that situation and this type of thing happens again, I can go take a few minutes and go off by myself and just sit. And be with myself and say, hey, Joseph, what's, what's going on? Okay, well, you know, this, this thing happened and it's like, and, 
<laughs> you know, so it's it's one of those things and we just want to make the feeling go away. Not fully understanding the feeling is a gift. You don't have to force yourself to be happy. No matter what other people think, no matter what other people say, you can take a little bit of time for you. So, you know, kind of taking this into another direction, you know, let, let's say that you happen to go on a date with somebody and you come home and you're feeling a bit off. You're feeling a bit discouraged. Like, ah, oh, that didn't go as well as I wanted. Do you know what's funny though? Now that I think about that, when I have come home sometimes after dates and I've, you know, thought of every tiny thing that could have possibly even gone wrong, even some of the things that never happened. It was usually never as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, this, the, the adversary and the crazy leprechaun thinking in our head can just spin things out of control. But if you're just still, that's where you can get back into in tune. That's where you can get back in touch with yourself. And sometimes you just need a breather. You just need a time out. You know, in a basketball game, when, you know, things aren't going very well, the coach will call a timeout and say, hey, let's just, let's just check in here. What's going on? Where is it that you find yourself the most discouraged? There's this other idea that I want to present that comes from the book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And he says, we have to slow down to the speed of God. Whatever's occurring in you in the moment is what needs to be taken care of. It doesn't matter at that in that moment about anything else. Because what your body's saying to you is, hey, I need a minute. So what does it mean to slow down to the speed of God? Well, I'll give you an example. It's like when I'm writing my book. Sometimes I just want to sprint through because I've been working on this book for a very long time. I've put a lot of effort into it and I've put a ton of time into this book. I mean, hundreds of hours I've put into this book and it's still not done. Well, when I come across a part, there's almost like, you, you can look at it two different ways. You can look at it as if you're driving you're driving down the road and you hit a bump. Yeah, you probably want to slow down for that bump. I mean, there's even signs that say, hey, slow down. Well, if you don't slow down and go over a speed bump, it can do some pretty gnarly damage to your car, depending how fast you hit it. What if, but if you slow down, the bump's not so bad. 
And, and so, it, you know, in my particular story, there's a there's a scene that. So part of my book is meant to transform the world. It's called transformational fiction, as one of my friends so wonderfully labeled it. And so I do have a lot of lessons in there. I have a lot of wise characters. I have a lot of things that just, you know, I feel are important. But part of writing a story is making sure that the story is the most important. You know, making the characters real, making them relatable, making them understandable. And so I keep, I come across these parts that I really just want to go over as fast as possible. But when I just slow down to the speed of the story, like I did just a few days ago, when I was working on this part that I, you know, kept thinking about and thinking about and thinking about, I wasn't actually listening for what to do with the story. I, I wasn't listening for that, as all, that at all. I was wanting to get through that part of the story as fast as possible because I've already worked on it for quite some time. That's not how it works, guys. You can cruise over as many speed bumps as possible, but it's not going to feel very good. Actually, it might be. In that case, it might be kind of fun, but at least in this metaphor... You're going to miss out. Are you slowing down to the speed of your life? Are you allowing and acknowledging your feelings? Once again, discouragement and every other feeling we have is a gift. Even sadness is a gift. If you're really sad about something, it's okay to be sad. Every single feeling is a gift. And, 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 I'm, and I don't even know what they're always telling you. But I do know how you can know what they're telling you. Just check in. We make so many things more important than us. You know, as I mentioned with this Easter pageant that I'm a part of. Oh no, I've, I've got to... It doesn't matter if I'm feeling a bit off. I got to be happy. I just got to go out there. I got to go talk to people. I got to talk to the cast. I got to do whatever. No, in that moment, it's okay to take care of you. Because you know what? Sometimes when we just take care of ourselves for a few minutes, we figure out what's going on. We don't necessarily figure it out. It just... The Spirit really helps us understand and reveals to us, hey, this is what's going on. Well, I'm having this uncomfortable feeling. Okay, well, what's, what's that about? When did it start? When did it occur? You know, and back to what I was saying about a lot of, you know, original self-help stuff is just about be as happy as possible. Like, fake it until you make it. Don't actually be happy, but make, make it look like everybody else thinks you're happy. And recently we, you know, I, I, did a, I, I did a photo shoot so I could put, have some new pictures for my website, josephanderson.co. 
And you know what's interesting? We took pictures for an hour or more. And out of that whole set, now there were some, the photographer did an amazing job. But there was only one picture that I truly just loved. And it was of me just having a natural smile. I mean, for so many years, I've tried to just, it's like you have to force the perfect smile. And I don't know if you guys ever, ever face that as well. You like, you know, you want it to look good. And sometimes if I'm doing like the selfie version, I can make it look pretty good. But we're so worried about getting the perfect smile that we don't get the perfect smile. You know, even my, and even the photographer that I, I was talking to him just the other day, and he's like, ah, maybe it was because it was so late in the late in the photography session, you just, you kind of get exhausted from, you know, forcing it. And then you just went natural. And, I mean, and even in that case, we force ourselves. It's like, okay, show a natural smile. It's like, how do I do that? We, we have been programmed to be perfect for so long that we've forgotten. And, and to be honest, guys, like what I'm sharing with you right now about discouragement being a check-in light, this is something I literally saw this morning. Literally this morning. You can't force yourself to be happy. And you don't need to. You just need to be conscious. You need to be present to what is. Now, it's interesting. There's in the movie, The Groundhog Day, there's a part after Bill Murray's character has gotten to a certain point with the girl that he's chasing every single day he has to relive it and he starts trying to go faster and faster and faster because he's so frustrated that he can't get through that he can't get over that hump of winning her over and so much so that that's that's the moment that he kids he kidnaps the groundhog and <laughs> him and the groundhog drive over a cliff But he wakes up the next day in the exact same place. We can't speed through our lives not exploring, not getting curious, not saying what is going on. There was a a coaching session I recently did that was recorded for one of my supervisors to help me be a better coach through this program that I do. And she said, Joseph, it, it, you know, I can't remember exactly what she said. It was along the lines of, yeah, Joseph, it was really good. But you're paddling so hard. I mean, the, the interesting thing about paddling is usually if, if you can find the current, the current does the work for you. The water holds up the boat and the current guides the boat. Even as a coach, when I when I do it the best way, there's not that much to do. It's just pointing and noticing to people what they can't see in their own lives. But she said, Joseph, you're paddling so hard. You don't have to do that. 
And, and so I tried something and, you know, I, I tried something with a client recently of just slowing down and exploring with them. It's like we think there's somewhere we have to get to and we're discouraged because we're not there yet. Well, and, and people say all kinds of well-meaning things like, well, if only you had it figured out by now, then things would be working out. Maybe. I mean, it would, I, I love the example of Joseph of Egypt who got super discouraged when he was in that prison, at least according to the, according to the DreamWorks movie called Joseph, King of Dreams, which of course is, you know, definitely um, real and truthful. No, like, but he did, he got discouraged. Do you know the interesting thing about that? The Lord needed him at a very specific time, right before there was a famine. Maybe he had everything figured out. Maybe it just wasn't his time. So anytime somebody says something, you're like, well, if you had it all figured out, no. The Lord will use you however he will use you. And the sooner you're okay with that, the happier you'll be. And the sooner you're okay with everybody else around you not understanding you, the happier you'll be. They're doing the best they can to try to understand themselves. And, and I know there's things that you probably don't even want to talk with anyone about because you might not even understand them. And there's two resources that I can suggest. One is praying to Heavenly Father and counseling with Him. And the other is a coach. I share things with my coach, which I don't share with most people. Because they care about me, they understand me, and they're not going to judge me. Now, there might be battles that you're fighting in your life and in your heart that nobody else understands. But Heavenly Father does. And now that I've been through so much in my life, I'm, I'm able to understand pretty well, too, what people are going through. But... You know, the free option in that is, well, I've also got some Ask Me Anything calls, which you can find on the happyandsingle.com website, a schedule for those. But speaking and counseling with Heavenly Father and saying, hey, this is what I feel guided to do. And if it's right, and if it's correct, and if it's true, you will feel peace. And if it's not, you won't. There might seem like some things that look really, really, really good. But only Heavenly Father knows the end from the beginning. Why do you need to be discouraged? Because other people don't understand your life. And if you think I don't understand, trust me, guys. I, I very much understand. I'm, I'm, I'm the same guy that once told a few roommates that unless they changed certain habits they had, that they would never get married. 
And you know what? They both they both have been married for years. <laughs> and they both have families and everything else. So apparently I was wrong. So the more that you start seeing the world differently, the more that you start understanding and having a lot more compassion for how others see their world. Whatever it is that you're going through at this time in your life, if you're feeling discouragement, if you're feeling frustration, if you're feeling any type of those feelings, it is just a check engine light. It's not saying you're bad. It's not saying you're done, you've done something wrong. That's just the adversary that pops up. He's like, well, if only you were better, you would feel the spirit. No. Learn, learning to listen to the spirit is the task of a lifetime. Not even a task. It's a, it's a journey of a lifetime. And it's an amazing journey. And we learn when we listen how well things can go. And when we don't listen, how things don't go as well. But that's just an experiment too. What if you could truly stop putting so much pressure on yourselves? I mean, it's, it's interesting with these podcasts. I, I really just kind of do them when I feel like doing them. I mean, I have a rough time, you know, between, you know, like a, a few different days of the week. But, you know, this morning I just, this really clicked for me. Like discouragement is just a check-in. All of your feelings are just a check-in. Our feelings are the most, one of the most beautiful gifts that Heavenly Father can give us because they tell us whether we're on the right track or whether we're on the wrong track. And sometimes it's probably because we, we don't understand how if this was the right track, why it's not working as well, or how another track that looks pretty darn good could be the wrong track. And he's just preventing us from making any, any mistakes. You know, if you, drive on, if you drive with a check engine light for long enough and never actually check the engine, you can do some pretty big damage to the car. The same with yourself. If, if you don't take some time and just check in, you're going to become frazzled and, or, or worse. Everything is an experiment. And everything really is some sort of a message from Heavenly Father. If you're feeling discouraged, it's, hey, there's, there's something off here. And then if we go to him, he'll, he'll translate. You know, it's almost like those little, those little uh, secret code dec decoder things like, uh, like Ralphie has in, in A Christmas Story. Yes, I know it's April, but I'm talking about Christmas. Actually, yeah, I guess by the time this is released, it will be April. Um, but yeah, it's those little decoder things. But the only person that can decode anything really is Heavenly Father. We can say, hey, I'm feeling this. What's going on? I mean, two of the other things that I've seen for myself recently just about that, that have helped is plenty of times right now my life is very busy. You know, spending nearly four hours a night at the Easter pageant um, trying to get in the gym, trying to get in work and a few days a week, trying to get in physical therapy and a chiropractor on top of that. Yeah. 
And so I have, I was a little bit tired and, and it's hard. It, it is really hard to just come home from a performance and immediately go to sleep. Like that doesn't, that doesn't usually happen. You're usually a little bit wired and that just doesn't happen. And so when you're feeling tired and exhausted, that too is a message from your body saying, Hey, you need to get some rest. The worst is when you're tired and exhausted and you can't sleep. But all you have to do is be still. And if you ever have sleepless nights, I've, I've had many of them, especially during a really hard period of my life. I had many, many sleepless nights, and I know completely about that, to the point I had to take sleeping pills just to get a few hours of sleep. Just do the best you can, guys. But stop thinking you're discouraged because, insert whatever reason here, discouragement is a gift. It really is. Along with every one of your other feelings. I've never seen this before, before today. I mean, that's the coolest part about these podcasts. That's the coolest part about, you know, the work that I get to do in the world. I see new things fresh all the time. And you know what? I'm still working through a lot of things. I'm still trying to figure out where to spend my time and how to spend it best. You know what? This podcast actually was going to be originally... And so I'll just tag this on and, and who knows, it might turn into another podcast, but it's just take the next step. When you can take the next step without too much thinking about it, you do pretty well. When we think or worry about everything going on, we just don't do as well. We really don't. You just have to take the next step. Whatever that is you're working on, whatever it is you're trying to trying to improve in your life, there is something really cool that I, I read. It was in the Book of Mormon in Second Nephi two, chapter two, and it's just there in the. It's actually in the chapter heading. It says freedom of choice or agency is essential to existence and progression. So in some ways, we do wait on the Lord, and in, and in some ways, He waits on us. He knows when you're going to be ready to do the things that He wants you to do. There have been many times that I've looked back on my life and said, Oh my goodness, if only, if only I had worked harder when I was in my 20s. If only I had just gone forward in being a coach instead of constantly you know, worrying about doing things the right way. And being constantly fearful that I'd be further ahead, that I'd, you know, yeah, that I'd be further ahead. None of that helps. And I'm actually really grateful because I don't know if I would have listened to a lot of, I mean, I might have just been a rah-rah coach that said, hey, get more done instead of a lot of the stuff I've learned. So don't get me wrong. I'm not entirely at terms with that. But it actually does feel pretty good when I think about it. 
When we go through hard things, it changes us. It molds us. Like there's a there's a song from an old, it's uh, like a, you know, religious, you know, not Christian rock, but like just you know an old Christian type of song that says, you know, like stones in the river, you know, we are washed and smooth, or something along those lines. Every one of you is just becoming a smoother and smoother rock. You know, the Lord takes, he, he washes away our imperfections. But it does it, you know, it, it, it hurts a little bit or a lot a bit sometimes. But understand, he knows what's best for you. He is the gardener. And you know, there's a cool story about a current bush. You know, and this man that, you know, he, he took care of this currant bush and he cut it back and, you know, he'd almost, he pictured himself where he actually talked to the currant bush because after he trimmed it back, he saw little tears coming from it. And he said, there, there, currant bush. You know, I don't, I don't want you to be a fruit tree. I, w- I want you to be a currant bush because he imagined the currant bush kind of saying, don't cut me down. I want to be big. I want to be strong. And it's like, I'm the gardener. I know what I'm doing. And I want you to be a currant bush. And later on in his life, he was set up for this military position. And he went in and, you know, met with this leader. And then, you know, the man said, the leader said, hey, you know, we have every reason to promote you. You've earned, you have all the qualifications, you have everything, but we're not going to. And then the man got up, he, he had to get up for a phone call. And so the, this, I'm sorry, the, the leader had to get up for a phone call. And so the man looked over at the trans, at the paper the leader had been looking at. And it said, don't hire this man because of, you know, of his religious affiliation and he was, and and so the man left and was super mad and upset. And he heard this little voice come to him that said, "I'm the gar- I am the gardener. And I want you to be a currant bush." Years later, he tells this story about how grateful he was that he didn't. Well, I mean he. I don't necessarily that he didn't get the position, but of all the things that would have been different in his life had he not got that. The Lord's timetable is eternal. It's something we can't even begin to fathom. It's something we can't even begin to understand in our finite minds. Anytime you're concerned, anytime you're discouraged, frustrated, or anything else. And I mean, I just had another phony thought. It's like, even when you're happy, you can go to him and say, hey, I'm feeling really good. Now, thank you. Or what is it I'm doing to make me this happy? Anyways, that, the, 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 ha- the happiness part didn't land as much, but especially when we're down and discouraged. Well, actually, I guess with the happiness part is just saying, hey, you're on the right track. Keep going. And sometimes when you're on the right track, it, it will feel a lot of pressure and heaviness as well. Because there is an adversary. So 
Anytime you're having these feelings of discouragement, doubt, frustration, and anything of the sort, all you need to do is just get quiet. Just be still, even for one minute. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm, I'm feeling this. Can you help me? Help me know what to do or what not to do so I don't feel this. He knows what he's doing. You know, when when the Savior died, many of his followers probably thought all was lost. They're probably devastated, wondering, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Now, he'd already told them that he would rise again. But I, I imagine for some of those three days, those people were distraught. But what happened? The Savior did rise. And, and he lives today. One of my favorite titles of his is he's a high priest of good things to come. I promise you, no matter what you are going through at this time in your life, the Lord has amazing and good things to come for you. Just keep holding on. And, and even not just holding on, like check in with your feelings. Check in with what's going on with you. Even just for a moment, say, hey, I'm really discouraged about, I know there's a lot of single parents out there. I'm really discouraged my kid's acting this way. I'm really discouraged that I didn't get that date. I'm really discouraged that I didn't get that job. Just check in. Say, okay, well, what, what can I do better? Discouragement is nothing but a check-in, as, as all of your feelings are. So whatever you're going through, hold on and remember that there are good things to come. And taking this minute, you can simply just close your eyes for a minute and see what comes up. It's amazing when we put our focus in a direction, how stuff does come up. I love when one of the analogies that I have is like on Tom Sawyer, they bombed the river boats would go up and down the river bombing or cannonballing the water so that all so that if there were dead bodies they would rise to the surface i like that analogy whatever you focus your attention on something will rise to the surface and then you can take that and deal with it figure it out or let it go so my invitation to you is that even in this moment just take one minute and check in with yourself, especially if you're feeling a bit discouraged, and just kind of see what comes up for you, and then play with it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, 
I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.